0: Welcome Welcome to 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 the Giorgio Says Podcast If you love to keep up to date with all the latest pop culture news and celebrity gossip Then this is the podcast for you Tune in for exclusive interviews, reality TV updates and recaps And the juiciest gossip around Now, now, please welcome your your host, host, Giorgio Takanakis All right, here we are, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 11, Episode 3. God, time is flying. Um, All right, so we're picking up literally where we ended last week. Um, Crystal and Sutton clearly not seeing eye to eye on the racial conversation. Crystal is challenging Sutton. Sutton's very emotional it's unclear to me what is actually triggering Sutton to feel so emotional about this. Um, so I'm hoping that we kind of figure that out. Um, I was a little concerned based on last week's episode in hearing what Sutton had to say about this particular um, topic, but it seems like they kind of put it to, to bed and they agree to disagree. And, I think this is going to kind of be a pivotal thing between Crystal and Sutton from what I'm seeing. It looks like this is part of why they probably don't get along. Um, But it could just be something minor that got played out for the trailer. It could just be like one and done type situations where they move on. Who knows? By the end of the season, they're probably in a good place. But anyways, as of right now, they have agreed to disagree on the on the race conversation um and then we get a little bit of a funny uh situation so we have Kyle flashing back talking about uh Kathy coming into her room with her fan and i guess she's just like i, I don't know what is going on she's like eating and then is drinking what she thinks is just a soft drink, but is a, like straight up Red Bull. And like Kyle's clearly not able to fall asleep because she's like literally reading newspapers and catching up on everything at like one fifty in the morning. So that was hilarious. This is exactly why we needed Kathy like from the beginning. I think she is like a saving grace to this season. So I hope that she stays the course. I hope that she um, continues to bring the funny and the quirkiness because we definitely probably will need it as the season unfolds. Um, Crystal and Sutton. Okay. So they get back um, the next morning. They've kind of gotten back to a place where they clearly need to talk about what happened the night before in terms of the racial conversation that took place listen i I think these conversations are important to have. I think it was it was good that Sutton was able to calm down and kind of reflect and then have the conversation again with just you know her and Crystal because I think it's there is a lot that we probably don't understand about Sutton and her upbringing, and it's probably challenging because it's it's being talked about so openly. And I'm sure for someone like Sutton, maybe that's not been something that she's ever had to do or been in a situation where that's come up. Um, And it sounds like she's had some stereotypes placed on her for being a Southern woman and whatnot. I mean, she did reference when she was in New York, she was in an elevator and someone heard her accent and then they just asked if she was... You know, racist and I'm I'm not quite sure um, that just because you're Southern, that automatically makes people think you're racist. I think that's something that she's clearly insecure about. That's kind of like what I'm getting from this whole thing is there's an insecurity within Sutton when it comes to this particular type of conversation. Not because she doesn't agree. I think she's just been so closed off from having those types of conversations that I think it was triggering for her. Um, And for many reasons, we probably don't know yet, or we probably won't know. Um, That'll be dependent on how far they kind of take this conversation forward. But it seems like they kind of get to a place of understanding um and they seemingly make up so then it's time for them to go on their fun little girls activity where they go and ride what looks like a a small train cart bike down like an old train track or whatever um and again we're we're really diving into the drama of what is, of, you know, who Sutton is. So she doesn't like heights. She doesn't like to go really fast. Um, she also wasn't in control of the bike cart situation. So I think that also triggered her. Um, but she definitely is coming off very dramatic um, unnecessarily, but it's starting to seem like there's something else going On with her that we're not either privy to or she's not relayed yet but it's it can't just be these things like I just can't imagine that she's getting this upset over these isolated situations to this degree like the racial conversation had her in tears and she was like really against having it and now we're like on the this what's supposed to be a fun activity but she's like flipping out because it's going too fast and she just seems like she's kind of losing it at the seams. Um, and then, so that seemed like that was fun. And that's something I would do because that looks like it's fun. There's not like, it's not really like a roller coaster. Cause I, I mean, I didn't really see a lot of hills. I'm sure there were some, but I didn't see a ton of them. So um, that would be something fun to do. Like I would do that. Um, we get back to the house though. And it's clear that Kathy's made it. Very obvious that she doesn't wear her glasses and she doesn't really see that well. So, another hilarious moment we're back at the house, and Kathy comes out of her room, and it looks like she's poured eardrops into her eyes, thinking that they were eye drops. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, honestly, even if that was just for the cameras, like <laughs> it's the comedic relief we need. So, I'm like, Hands, hands down to Kathy because she's bringing the comedic relief. There's a lot of awkward situations happening at, at the given moment. So she's kind of taking, um, taking the drama away and bringing a little quirkiness. So It kind of balances it out. If, if I don't think if Kathy was there, I think this whole Lake Tahoe trip would probably be a little bit more, um, intense but unnecessarily intense like I think they're like they're picking up on the like Sutton being overly dramatic and triggered as a way to let us know there's more to the story but we don't know what that is yet so I'm still kind of in limbo with that um so they're all sitting outside and this was very interesting to me because I didn't think for a second, when I heard that Kathy was coming on the show, I was wondering if they were going to do the whole song and dance around asking about the Paris Hilton documentary that came out. Because she was so closely tied to it and because of all the things that, you know, Paris talked about in it, I for sure was thinking, hmm, are they gonna bring this up to her at all during the show? Now it's still very early. It's only episode three. So we, you know, that's not what happened, but Garcelle did bring up Paris Hilton and how she didn't understand why Paris was at all these events when she was clearly not engaged or not interested because she was always in her phone. And although they could have taken that defensively, like Kathy could have been a little bit defensive. Obviously that's her daughter. You're talking about her in kind of not a nice way. You're kind of making her seem like she's like snobby or rude. I think it was nice that Kyle jumped in and said, you know, and they both Kind of called it and said, you know what, no, that's just her defense mechanism. Like, she's very, actually, she's very, very shy, which I believe that. And so she uses the phone as a guard or a way to, like, not feel insecure, which makes sense. Um, I've definitely been at a lot of parties in the past where it's, maybe some of your friends haven't shown up yet, or your one friend is there, but it's still kind of awkward. And so you you play heavily in your phone until something shifts or it doesn't feel like everyone's just staring at you. So I do kind of get that gist. So I'm glad that they were able to clear that up. Cause I could have seen that going left specifically for Kyle because her and Garcelle just kind of had this, like we're moving forward kind of thing. And I was like, okay, well this could turn bad because Kyle could take offense to it. Cause her sister's sitting right there. And, but it didn't. Um, at least right now. So it seemed like, you know, she kind of said her piece and and, and kind of elaborated on, on that. And it was kind of like a learning experience. I think Gar- Garcelle honestly is just learning. She's trying to get to know the women authentically. And so she's asking questions maybe some wouldn't ask. But I think that's what's great about her. I think she's coming on and bringing a fresh take to being the new housewife. She's literally just trying to get to know everyone. Um... So then let's see, the ladies end up heading out. So they don't stay in the house for dinner this particular evening that they end up going out to dinner. And so they get all dressed up and I think everyone looks great. You know, I think the looks for Tahoe are fitting. Um, And Again, like Dorit got the assignment. Like you can tell she does her research where she's going, what the vibes are going to be. And she, she literally kills it. Like, she killed her Tahoe looks. And we're not even done with Tahoe. But, like, she looks great. Everyone looks great. I will say that Erica seems a little bit more not as glam as she would be in other seasons. So, although it seemed like when we were watching her pack for this trip, that it would have been another one of those trips where she's, like, she's hitting it from the hair to the makeup to the the shoes to the dress this seems a little bit more understated erica and more um i don't want to say normal because she still pulled some looks but i do think that she's more subdued so a little bit more relatable but again i don't know if that's because she knew what was coming up ahead or if that's just how she was feeling you know because again they're all coming out of quarantine but for some of the women like deree like she clearly She didn't seem like she was in quarantine. She looks like she's been getting up and throwing fire looks together like all throughout the pandemic. Hey, guys. I just wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you about a brand that I have loved for the last four years. It's called Ideal of Sweden, and they are a Swedish fashion and lifestyle brand for cell phone accessories. So imagine your outfit's on point. You're ready to hit the door, but your cell phone case... Kind of ruins the vibe. Why not try Ideal of Sweden, cell phone cases and accessories? They pride themselves in delivering the highest quality in everything that they put out. This includes sustainable thinking. Each product is quality tested multiple times before it's even delivered, and it's carefully selected in terms of what materials are used. So the durability, the comfort is there. But it's not ugly. I don't know about you guys, but there's nothing worse than an ugly cell phone case. I'd almost rather shatter my phone than carry around something that's way too, like, mechanical and clearly just looks like it's there to cover your phone. ideal of Sweden focuses on constantly developing new innovative functions, which is why they have so many accessories to choose from. So if you guys want to elevate your cell phone accessory game, you need to go to idealofsweden.us and use the code says at checkout, and you will receive 15% off your first order. Again, you want to go to idealofsweden.us and at checkout use my code BBGiorgio says at checkout and get your 15% off and start elevating your cell phone game, guys. Um, but with Erica, it seemed a little bit, yeah, it was just, she looked great, just very subdued. Um, and then we get to the part of the dinner where it's, you know, Kathy's the prankster, and so she's, asking Dorit to do, like, you know, a little chug-a-lug of the martini. And and it was hilarious to watch. Everyone at the table watch Dorit chug this martini, specifically Erica, because Erica literally is looking at Dorit like she's seen a ghost. Like, who is this woman, and what the hell did you just do? Like, and I probably would have been the same way, because I don't know – if all of you have had, like, a straight-up martini with olives before, but it's literally just vodka. Now, I get mine extra dirty, so there's olive juice in it. So I probably could have done it if it was extra dirty, but theirs looked not so dirty. It literally just looked like vodka and some, like, olives. So, but then we learned later on that there's a prank going on, and they're trying to prank Kathy. So, needless to say, there's some side conversations going on, And we find out that, you know, there is a prank. And Erica and Lisa, it seems like, I guess, everyone at the table eventually is in on the joke. But then Sutton is not. And she, I think from her angle, now I try to put myself in her shoes. If I was at a table with a group of people and everybody was texting each other, I think I would feel the same way. Like, I I wouldn't feel left out of something because I would Again, we don't know what is going on, but you know that there's communication happening. So, like, a couple things would be running through my mind if I were sudden. One, are they talking about me? Are they going to try to start something here with me? Or is it just, like, the unknown? You know, we've all been there, you know, where there's, like, people in on something or they're communicating or they're like, hey, did you check your phone? It's like, that was a little bit, um, I feel like they did that on purpose, to kind of play up her um, insecurity around it. Because I don't know if these women would really do be that blatant to be that obvious, to say, hey, Erica, did you check your phone? Lisa, did you check your phone? Like, everyone at the table is, is clearly involved in something, and she's not. So I do kind of understand why she was thrown off. I don't necessarily think again her reaction to this was justifiable like I think she reacted as if something really bad happened like she either got into like a really bad conversation so she you know she she would act in a way that was closed off and ready to just kind of go back to the house and go back to bed where in this particular situation I think she was just realizing on the way home that she wasn't a part of the joke. So I think that triggered her even more because she must have a trigger about being left out. But it seems to like throw everyone off because they're confused by her reaction. And rightfully so, I would be a little confused as well. But I do think that again, we're, we're like, Crystal and Sutton somehow found each other in this mess and now they're kind of like well Sutton's upset with Crystal and I think Crystal's point of view was like it was just a joke you need to relax like you're doing too much and I think that also sets Sutton off because I think she's trying to be a lady but doesn't realize she's coming off so overly dramatic and creating such a like tense environment for a situation that didn't really warrant that type of reaction. So that's another reason why I'm thinking there's something going on either behind the scenes or we will find out about it. there's some there's something that's triggering her on this trip and she's really like on edge a lot. So it's it's not clear But I'm hoping that that's just not her standard reaction to everything. I'm hoping that it stems from some sort of situation that's underlying, that's just sitting under the surface that she hasn't talked about yet. Because I mean, honestly, like I, like I said, like I understand if you're at the dinner and you felt that way, then I would just say, you know what? I kind of felt shitty because I wasn't a part of the joke. So like, yeah, that I can understand or like whatever, but it seemed like it just got blown out of proportion. Um, so we see that the ladies kind of end the evening, go off and do their own thing, get ready for bed. And we get kind of like a earshot of audio from Crystal's room. Seems like she's either talking to a friend or someone in her household talking about Sutton and basically saying like she's going off the rails and that she doesn't feel comfortable around her. And at the same time, Sutton's out talking to Kathy and Kyle and they're just having, you know, a couple drinks, having fun, talking about the situation in a very fun manner. And Sutton gets up and says, well, I'm going to be a good girlfriend and return Crystal's coat to her. So she walks back there to where Crystal's room is She's knocking on the door. She knocks, I think, a few times. And then she opens the door. And then that's kind of like how we end the episode. So it's clear, like, there's still some issues that need to be resolved with Crystal and Sutton. It just seems like there's all these little things that are happening along the way that keep backfiring. And they both just don't, they just don't mesh well. It's like their personalities just are not vibing at all. And the funny thing is that typically when you see like relationships start out that way, like over time they end up becoming like, I wouldn't be surprised if they become like the closest of friends, like down the road, because it's just like, it's always like that. Like I feel like when they have these like two budding personalities that don't mesh well, somehow they figure it out and then they end up like, loving each other to death. So that is going to be really interesting um, to see unfold because I know that there's still some more things coming down the pipeline in in regards to Sutton and Crystal and how they um, interact with each other. So yeah, again, not the meatiest episode. Um, We were still in Lake Tahoe and... As I mentioned, I think this is actually going to turn into a three-episode Lake Tahoe visit because it seems like they're still in Lake Tahoe next week. But um, a couple things that were coming out during the premiere of this uh, season 11 for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there was a couple uh, press interviews that um, the ladies were doing. And it's clear that with... Some of the ladies in this Erica thing, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it feels like Sutton and Crystal are not so much going to be the like. I think they're going to have their spats, but I don't think it's going to carry through the whole season. I think what's going to happen is I think that once this Erica um, divorce thing comes out and then the lawsuits start coming out, I think... We're getting revved up for Sutton's personality and kind of how she handles this whole Erica situation. I don't think that she was trying to be malicious, but it's funny to me, she was Sutton was on an interview um, on the reel with her friend Garcelle. And I don't remember, but it was the end of her segment. And I think the ladies asked Sutton what her thoughts were were on the whole Erica situation. And Sutton said, I don't know, well, I guess you just need to read the newspapers or the headlines or something to that effect. And it was an awkward pause. And then Garcelle kind of uncomfortably laughed and was like, okay, thanks, like kind of just shutting it down because she was just like, oh no, you're you're going to start like another thing. So it, it made me think that there was still stuff going on between those two for her to kind of throw a shady comment out like that. So that's kind of like where I think this is heading. I think the whole crystal thing will go on for a little bit, but I think ultimately it's going to turn into an issue that arises between Sutton and Erica for sure. But I think it's the way that era, the way that Sutton goes about it and maybe speaking of it, that gets her in that kind of like crossfire with her. Um, because Erica's not known to just take things lying down. So we know the tempers there. So it's just a matter of like when that actually happens in the season, um, which I'm assuming happens closer to either the middle or um, closer to the end because some of the stuff didn't come out until like December, January and you know, they think they started filming in the beginning of October or end of September, so there's still some like timelines that we haven't caught up with yet. um i don't I don't know how I feel about the Lake Tahoe trip. I don't feel like we got to see a lot of Lake Tahoe. I think we got to see some stuff. But not as much as we would for being, what is it? I think we're going to be three episodes in Lake Tahoe and we've only seen the house and, like, one restaurant and one activity. So, like, I'm ready to kind of, like, get off the trip and kind of get back into into the Beverly, Hill, uh, Beverly Hills lifestyle. Um, what else is going on in the news with the ladies? I think we have a lot of Lisa Vanderpump... Um, commentary when it you know obviously because she had done some like crazy situation at I don't remember what restaurant it was I think it was at um Nobu or I don't even remember but I guess she had sent Kyle Richards her bill like trying to be funny or I don't even I don't even understand what that the point of that was, but it's, it's kind of weird to me because it's like Lisa Vanderpump's not on the show anymore. So like you've clearly moved on, you have a spinoff coming out, um, Vanderpump dogs, which, you know, we kind of knew that was going to be a go. And then she had her other show over Now that show wasn't really good in my opinion. And I don't think the ratings were actually good on it. I think the way that they shot it was part of the problem. I think it was, it was just stale. So Um, we see a lot of that happening off camera now. So we're, we're still talking about Lisa Vanderpump because she's kind of making comments. Like I think she's been making comments about Kyle's new nose and all these little digs. So, um, it's kind of confusing because it's like, if, if you're not on the show anymore, why are you entertaining the, like the antics behind the show? it's like you've moved on so just move on kind of thing like which i'm shocked because usually Lisa Vanderpump would kind of take that approach but i guess for some reason you know the thing is too they've been friends for a very long time and i think the show is why they are not friends anymore which this happens a lot in reality tv but i think there was there was some like ego um issues throughout the the show. And I think Lisa Vanderpump learned early on that if she didn't plant herself in the show somehow that she could lose her platform as well. So I think she played the game, but she played it faster and more strategically than some of the other ladies. And I think Kyle always knew that about her. But I think what people forget is that originally that, you know, the show was going to be centered around Kyle and her sisters So Kyle was like the original, in all senses of the word, the reason why the show even started. I mean, she was kind of pivotal in getting it up and running. So I think some people don't realize that. And they think that, you know, Lisa Vanderpump was the queen of Beverly Hills. And in some ways she was, like in in terms of aesthetics. But I think ultimately Kyle is the real queen bee. Because I think it's because of her that the show even... Got its footing um so just very interesting to see how all these dynamics have changed um but yeah, we'll have to see it seems like next episode we're 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 starting to get into the thick of it. it. seems like there's something that comes out about Erica. I'm assuming it's um in regards to her divorce, so um we'll look forward to seeing that and I can't wait to recap it for you guys next week um when it comes out and Yeah, so thanks for listening in on another recap for um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 11, Episode 3. And make sure you download my podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, and I will talk to you guys next week. So listen guys and gals, this was Giorgio Says. Like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for all the latest updates, go follow Giorgio Says on Instagram. See you next time, 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 time.